I bought a new coat for Christmas. <laughs> and I surprised myself because it wasn't the kind of thing I would usually wear. It was a shearling coat made from the softest, warmest lamb's wool. It was the kind of coat that I always associated with football commentators sitting in a freezing cold gantry for an FA Cup third round match at Huddersfield. Or TV detectives who drove Ford Capris, called women darling, and roughed up suspects in laneways before declaring, you're nicked. It was comfortable to an almost supernatural degree. But it was also true that it provoked strong opinions in people. I walked into a Dublin pub one night and a man walking past me muttered a derogatory word beginning with W <laughs> to avoid sullying the Christmas atmosphere we'll pretend that the word was wonder. <laughs> I can't say that the man was altogether wrong in his assessment because even I had a moment once when I caught sight of my reflection in a shop window on Clambrazzle Street and I thought to myself, who is that complete and utter wonder? <laughs> you see, the coat was suggestive of a certain kind of attitude. You might even call it obnoxiousness. It was the kind of coat that if you walked down the wrong Dublin street, you were liable to get punched in the face. But then, one Christmas in New York, I was reminded that fashion, like so many things, is nothing more than a matter of context and timing. I was walking up Columbus Avenue. It was three weeks before Christmas. I just asked a woman to marry me. And she said yes. And if it looked like I was walking with a certain swagger, well, it's probably because I was. It was late in the afternoon and starting to get dark. All of the Christmas lights were on and a heavy snow was falling. We were standing at a pedestrian light at the junction of Columbus and West 43rd Street. And somewhere behind me a voice said, Hey, old school. The woman who had agreed to be my wife said, I think he might be talking to you. So I turned around, and there stood a man who looked a little bit worse for wear, and I noticed that he was smiling at me. He said, man, I love that coat. I said, thank you. He said, you're all the style, old school. You are all the style. You see, my coat was having its moment. It was wasted in Dublin. <laughs> this was a coat for a cold Manhattan afternoon that looked like a Christmas card. It was one of those rare times in my life when I have felt perfectly centered. We crossed the road and we walked another block. My mind felt a bit swimmy. And there was a song in my head. Silver bells, silver bells, 
It's Christmas time in the city. Ring-a-ling, hear them ring. Soon it will be Christmas Day. And behind me, I heard a voice say, Hey, old school, give me that mother-flipping coat. (laughs) He didn't say mother-flipping. I'm paraphrasing. Hey, old school, give me that mother-flipping coat. From his take-no-prisoners New York tone, it was clear that the man appreciated my style in a way that was probably not healthy for either of us. So we quickly crossed the road and hurried up another block. But the man decided to follow us then, and for quite a considerable distance as well. We walked through the 40s and into the 50s, listening to a persistent background commentary in which my admirer mixed compliments with vague threats of violence. You're working it, old school. You are working it. I want that coat, you mother-flippin' mother-flipper. All the style, old school. All the style. We quickened our pace. By the time we reached 59th Street, it had gone quiet. We looked behind us. We seemed to have burned him off. A block or two later, we stopped at another pedestrian light. A man coming in the opposite direction, Jay walked across the road. And as he passed us, he looked me up and down. A second later, I heard a voice say, Did you see the coat? The man said, Yeah, I saw the coat. I call him old school. I've got to have that coat. You want to follow him too? We took off up Columbus Avenue like two Olympic race walkers. Not even stopping at junctions. Weaving our way through the crosstown traffic with angry horns blaring at us. We speed walked through the 60s and into the 70s without daring to look over our shoulders. Finally, we reached our destination, a boutique in the upper 70s. The woman who had agreed to marry me went behind a curtain to try and address, and the manager of the place said to me, Honey, That's a lovely coat. (laughs) You know, it divides opinion, I said. People either want to hurt me because they hate it or hurt me because they love it. Well, she said, I love it. And by the way, can I ask you, is that gentleman with you? (laughs) I turned around. Our friend had his two hands pressed against the window, perfectly framing his face. Hey, old school, he shouted. Give me that mother-flipping coat. Two of New York's finest eventually arrived to move the man along. But I remember him fondly. Every December when I take my coat out of the wardrobe and I put it on. My wife will come and 
stand behind me as I'm checking myself out in the mirror and she'll say, are you wearing your wonder coat tonight? <laughs> and I'll say, I don't know. I mean, is it, is it really me? And she'll say, all the style, old school. <laughs> all the style. <laughs> 